This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1282. Don't say a lot, say bajillion. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to take your learning deeper with real-time transcripts and vocabulary practice, download our app on your iOS device. Go to allearsenglish.com slash bonuses. How can you express a large quantity in English while exaggerating and being a bit playful with what you're saying? Get our supernatural and native tips on how to do it in today's episode. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey, Michelle. Good. Christmas is coming up in just a couple of days, so I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, that is exciting. Wow. So you with your family? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm going to be out here with them spending some time together. Quality family time. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. And guys, we also have our Instagram family, right? Yeah, absolutely. The the community over there, the Allers English community is vibrant, Michelle. Oh my gosh, I love it. And you know what? Actually, a couple months ago, I did a video on Instagram and I was asking our listeners for questions. So remember, you can always ask your questions on Instagram as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, thank you for those questions. They were really great. And so we're going to try and get through some of them. Um, So yeah, today we're going to get through one uh, by uh, RR6595R. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my, I, I always am so surprised about the quality of these questions that we get over there. So let's do it. So I'm going to read the question. Are you ready, Michelle? I am ready. Here we go. Hey, girls, thank you a million for your awesome show and for having answered two questions of mine already. Recently, I've come up with another interesting word, umpteenth, like in the mm. phrase, I drank my umpteenth cup of coffee. I wonder if this is used in a real informal conversation. Thanks again for your amazing work and have a nice day. What a good question. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I saw this one and I was like, that's a good one, right? (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is going to be fun. I love that. It's like, I never would have thought of that one. But now when this listener writes about it, I'm like, oh, that's a really good one. So thank you for this question. And I like the example. This, this listener must be a coffee addict like I am too. So yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, you know what? Um, we also just recently did an episode on um, like larger numbers. I'm not sure what the episode number of that was, but yeah. um, mm. definitely, uh, Lindsay, I'm not sure. Do you know? 
I don't know. I don't know it off the top of my head. Maybe Sorry, I'll guys. Yeah. I don't have that number for you, but maybe we'll put it on the blog. Yeah. Um, but definitely take a look. And um, we have done a, some episodes on numbers as well. Um, so that would be a good one. So anyway, let's get into it. So what in the world is umpteenth? Oh, my gosh. It's definitely an exaggeration, right? So we're not yeah. talking about a real number. No. <laughs> as far as I <laughs> no, know. There's no number of um- umpteenth. <laughs> it's basically saying a whole lot of something, but you're right. making it into a number and I think that creates it just makes it more interesting right 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 oh yeah for sure and I feel like it's more frequently used as umpteenth like I don't I mean I I think it is a word umpteen I don't know um but I don't I wouldn't say like oh there are umpteen people here I mean maybe some people (laughs) would say that but I wouldn't that would be instead I would say like there are billions of people right millions billions of people umpteen I would use it more as umpteenth yeah for numbering something Right. That's that's how I frequently hear it. Yeah. So again, guys, there is no number umpteenth. And we <laughs> but the thing that we do know, we don't know what number it is, but we know that it's not a small number. It's infinity, right? That number infinity. It's we don't know. We don't, yeah, we, it doesn't matter how many how how many we're talking about, right? It doesn't ma- matter how right. many cups of coffee he had. It's just that he had a lot. Okay. Right. Exactly. And sometimes when we use these uh, these kinds of words, it's just a fun way to exaggerate. It shows personality. I think it shows a little bit of humor in a way as well. Oh, for sure. And I would also say just about the IELTS exam. You you guys know we have a podcast, IELTS Energy Podcast. We have a course, Three Keys IELTS. But we show you in that course that if you can add interesting phrasing like this word or other things, you can make the examiner see you as a seven or higher student. Right. It's not that difficult, guys. When you start to use words like this. Really interesting. Definitely. Definitely. I love it. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, examples, you know, the listener coffee, that was a great one. Um, So I could definitely say, I mean, today I had an extra cup of coffee, so I might use umpteenth in there. Um, Or like, for example, um, I love the show Friends. This is like the umpteenth time I've watched the whole series. Oh my gosh, Michelle, are you still watching reruns of Friends? Are you? You You know, it's funny. I go through phases. Sometimes, sometimes I'll, I'll get really into it and watch it again. And sometimes uh, I won't watch it for a very long time. Um, (laughs) I did catch an episode the other day. So that was fun. But I have seen I, I've seen the series a lot. (laughs) Yeah, you've seen it a lot. There's a lot of good TV coming out right now so there's a lot of new things to try but yeah friends is a classic right so you 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 know for your umpteenth time i love that that's great yeah or what's another way we could use it okay when we're reiterating something right for the umpteenth time the party is starting at 11 not 10 okay so there i'm just i'm tired of explaining it to you (laughs) right right, so i'm emphasizing that i'm i'm sick of it i just want you to be there on time Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, I took a little bit of a look into this umpteenth. Yeah. Right. So guys, according to Merriam-Webster.com, mm-hmm. um, yeah, umpteenth is from the word umpty, wow. which is <laughs> from some book called The Great Push. Um, and it was used in the military, apparently in the early 1900s. It's like a slang. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if they meant just in this book or if they meant in real life. I'm not sure. But it basically meant, you know, a, a, any sort of number, right? Like not not an exact number, yeah. right? So mm. that's then umpteen um, came from umpty and teen. 
Yeah. Okay. I like that. So that's a little bit of an origin story for you. Yeah. So the words come from somewhere. They don't just show up in our language, right? They always have an origin. That's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, the listener also asked about formality. So I mean, I'd say this as informal. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah. Very informal, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, it could be a little sarcastic sounding or like in that other example of reiterating something, it can show a little bit of frustration. Yeah, that's true. It depends on your tone of voice, but it would be a good it would be a good tool to show that frustration if you want to. Hey guys, we're celebrating the holidays this week. I just want to take a minute to say how thankful we are for you guys, our listeners. Your questions, your enthusiasm, and your curiosity for learning is what keeps us inspired to podcast for you four days a week. So let's make 2020 awesome. Right now, send your very specific question for an episode topic to lindsay at allearsenglish.com. This show is for you guys. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And one more episode we want to direct you guys to is episode 930, which is how to use the word sheer to talk about a surprising number in English. So that definitely goes along with today's episode. Oh, that was a great episode. I remember when we recorded that. And guys, that is such a high level word sheer. If you can understand how to use that, you will be on your way to connection. So go and check out that episode. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so this is a good one, but there are other ways to exaggerate. Um, Mm. And so we're going to go into a couple of them today. Lindsay, what's the first one? Okay, I think I use this one a bajillion instead of a billion, right? Or millions, you say a bajillion or a kajillion. I don't I don't say that one, but that's another good one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I say kajillion. Who knows? Um, Yeah, I've heard a kajillion, a bajillion, you know, (laughs) these are just exaggerating, exaggerated numbers. Yeah. So for example, I don't feel like sushi tonight. I ate it a kajillion times last week, so I'm not in the mood. Oh, that's how I felt last week. Our last week in California, we had sushi like twice in a week and I was so, I was tired of it. I was like, no more sushi. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny. Yeah. So you can identify with this, although you would have said bajillion, not kajillion. Bajil- I would have, I don't know why. It just feels more natural. Did I just make kajillion? <laughs> you could have. It's very possible. We are making up words here and it's okay. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Another thing you guys can do is use any any number yeah. that's larger than what is uh, that is that's Ooh. larger than what is reasonable for that situation. I like that. That's a good point, Michelle. So, what would this look like? Yeah. So, like, oh my gosh, we have been waiting at this restaurant for like nineteen hours. Yeah, and the reason that works, the reason you wouldn't say one hour, two hours, is because that could be reasonable. Two hours, I guess, but nineteen yeah, is ridiculous, really right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you're just choosing a number that's larger than what is appropriate for the situation and using it to, you know, show uh, an exaggeration, really. Ooh, that's a good, that's a really good tool for our listeners. Guys, remember that. Write that down. Give that a try. That's so cool. And then this next one, I can't even count. 
So this is more of a phrase, right, Michelle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is a good mm. one. Lindsay, what would you say? Okay, I've been sunburned so many times this summer, I can't even count. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> also really good. Also, did you get sunburnt this summer, Michelle? Uh, um, a little bit. I, I really wasn't good about the suntan lotion this summer, but I also try and avoid the sun. So yeah. Mm. Not too bad, but um, worse than I more, worse than I should have. Yeah. I think on my end, now that I'm living in Colorado, you know, Denver is, they, they call it the mile high city, right? So it sits at a mile high of elevation. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm going to, and you always get sunburned in the higher elevations quicker. So I'm going to have to really be careful about yeah, dermatologists and sunscreen. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so guys, these are really great ways to exaggerate and we're going to give you a role play and we're going to put them uh, all into context right now. So Lindsay, are you ready? Okay, let's do it. What are we talking right, about? So we're talking about uh, which movie we're going to see. All right, here we go. Okay. So which one do you want to see? How about how about the dark train? That looks good. Oh, I can't I can't even count how many scary movies I've seen this year. I'm up for something more lighthearted. How about the lovely story of love? Nah, I've read like a, a kajillion bad reviews of that one. Really? I've spoken to like 20 people who loved it. But I don't feel like seeing the same romantic comedy for the umpteenth time. Fine, fine. The dark train it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is true that rom-coms tend to have a formula, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and usually they happen in New York City. And usually there's a chase at the end. And oh, usually, that's you know. the... Oh, yeah. There has to be a chase. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the chases, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they're fun sometimes. Just a light movie, right? Sometimes that's Well, good. some of them are really classics. Do you have a favorite one? Well, Love Actually. Love Actually, though, oh. does, I think, have a chase. But it's a better movie than the typical rom-coms, I think. So, I agree. I love yeah. that one. I also love My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, yeah. One of the that first That has a chase. Yeah, that's a good one. So. Julia Roberts. So that's great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love Love Actually. Anyway, mm. um, so here are my new movie names. The Dark Train <laughs> and <laughs> The Lovely Story of Love. Coming to theaters near you. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's go through this, Lindsay. So what was the first thing? Okay, so I said, oh, I can't even count. You said, I can't even count how many scary movies I've seen this year. Awesome. Okay. okay. And then uh, you said, I've read like a kajillion bad reviews of that one. Yeah. And then you said, I've spoken to like 20 people who loved it. Now, that's clearly an exaggeration. You probably didn't speak to 20 people. You probably spoke to three. Right. Um, right. But that's the point here. We're exaggerating on purpose. Right, right, right. And then you said, but I don't feel like seeing the same romantic comedy for the umpteenth time. Yeah, I love that. And again, we don't know how many times, but umpteenth. Good right. word. Good word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And notice, guys, sometimes when we are doing these exaggerations, we might say like yes. a lot, right? Yes. Like, I've read like a kajillion bad reviews of that one, or I've spoken to like 20 people who loved it. I mean, it's not always good to say like that much, and I'm definitely guilty of it. But sometimes when you're exaggerating, I feel like that word can actually add something. Yeah, it can also give you a little bit of time to think, right? Which right. is good. Um, so it's not always a terrible, terrible thing to say like. It just depends on the context. That could be another episode that we do, oh, Michelle. Yeah. When is it bad and when is it okay? When does it actually make you seem like a normal person? And when is it repetitive and distracting, right? So that would be a good time topic to go into. 
sometimes when I look through our transcripts looking for vocabulary words, you say I a lot see of my, I yeah. see my likes and <laughs> oh gosh. I think I say it a lot too. I don't know. It's okay. We're again, we are giving you guys natural English and That's we right. take the good with the bad. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I love it, Lindsay. All right. So um this was fun, Lindsay. What's the takeaway for today? So guys, this is a really good way to scale something with your personality, right? It's so much more interesting than just saying a lot. And again, if you're taking IELTS, you should ditch just saying a lot and find new ways to say it to score more vocab points. So try Mm -hmm. these expressions today out in the world. And, you know, people are going to light up. Their eyes are going to light up. They're going to they're going to think you wouldn't have used that and they'll be surprised and they'll connect with you more. That's right. Oh, my gosh. This was fun. Thank you so much for that great question. Absolutely. Thanks to our listeners, guys. Thanks for listening in today, Michelle. Have a good one. (laughs) Talk to you soon. All right, Lindsay. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.